0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 243 of the Kind of Funny Games Cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Hi, Tim. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Awesome. It's yeah. being so nice. Oh, wait, how many shows have you been on today? I'm just realizing. Were you on Games Daily today? Yeah. I was on Games Daily. Oh, we man, were. we got we both four were. a four show <laughs> a four day Pete, for they Greg call Miller. It. A four, four Pete. Four Pete. It's crazy. That's what I do here. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah, the Pete. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, we, pretty 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 we got Fran Mirabella
0: the Third, a.k.a. twitch.tv slash fm3 underscore. Man,
2: it's starting to get to me, the underscore. But <laughs> fm3 now. on Twitch Just with an underscore. Just now it's getting you. Maybe I need to change it up. It's fm3 on Twitch mm-hmm. with an underscore. Yeah. Nah doesn't work. Nah, you no, should anyway. own
1: it more than you own it. That's your biggest problem. You, <laughs> no. should, sell oh, under- you should sell a shirt that's just th- an
2: underscore. I, th- I thought about that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I dream Imran of- Khan joining us once again. Yeah, How you doing, Imran?
3: I'm, I'm good. No underscores here.
0: Nah, no underscores. Yeah. See, see, you locked out. You go with Commando. No underscores. Yeah, dude. Oh, gross. <laughs> oh, I got, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. This is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. You can get the show early by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, just like I our Patreon producers, Zach Parsley and James Hastings, did. Uh, they're getting the show ad-free. They're getting the show early. They're getting the pre- and post-show exclusive to Patreon users. Uh, this was a good one. We debated the N64 versus the Wii. Some other NES console goodness. I got real scared there, Greg. I thought the yeah, water was going up. don't worry Just, about it. I okay. only yeah. yeah.
1: spilled the cup once. hmm <laughs> Okay. Roger Craig Smith, spare bedroom Patreon You just jaked yourself episode. That is true. Don't worry that about is it, Knocked it over, kept going He's like, are you going to keep going? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to keep
0: going Otherwise, you can just watch this video later when it comes out on youtube.com slash kind of funny games on Mondays Or listen to it as a podcast on your favorite podcast service um, Just like we did last week, we're going to start this episode off What game is this?
1: <laughs> it's Planet of the Apes, what am I looking at there? Greg's distracted by the background on set New again. York, Headless Statue of
2: Liberty uh, huh. Sounds like a Godzilla game. I don't know. Sign Zombie off talk. in the comments below. Yeah, and let then somebody know. tweet me with the comments. Are. One day
0: <laughs> it'll repeat, and then we'll be able to see it again. Uh, but we're going to start off with the Gamescast You're wrong. You can go to kindoffunny dot com slash gamescast You're wrong every week to let us know what we messed up the week before. Uh, here on the Kind of Funny Games cast. Didn't get too much wrong this week, which About is time. cool. Uh, and some of it's just answers to questions that oh, we had. Good. Ignacio okay. Rojas says, if you get disconnected from remote play, the console takes that as a controller getting disconnected. When you remote play, basically the phone acts as both a controller and a monitor. Oh. Mm-hmm. So
2: Cool. So it goes to that sign-in screen again. Woo. So yeah, what happens then? I
1: don't know. Does it turn off automatically? What happens no, it's it come...
0: actually a controller getting disconnected. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I see. So, then you so can... it's
1: just the same as on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. PlayStation And just the I did says... go in and reset my settings to make it. Like uh, two
2: hours of extra. Right, the standby. Right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kebab says, Greg said that the hold your hands up to the raptors pose is from Jurassic Park. It's actually from Jurassic World. That's performed by Chris Pratt. <laughs> That's
2: <you> right. <laughs> Wait, why, was, why were you guys talking about that?
1: I was trying to hold off the jackals because I was saying something. And I was like, I don't want to get attacked by everybody because I was saying something controversial. Gotcha. From, something brave, up. as I do. Well, I, yeah. I fucked that part up, yeah. Gotcha. It came it, up it, in game- you missed it on Games Daily today, like a kid wrote in, because I, I, it was a uh, Google 9 to 5. And I are you watching? No, I watch yeah, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you, you, you are watching me as well.
0: Wrong. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, good to know. Everybody's <laughs> just watching me. You tell me, did I do anything wrong last week? Not a single mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Liar. Only right out of this mouth.
3: How oh, gross! I don't know
0: what that is. It's right. Deal with it, Greg. <laughs> Deal Okay, with it. <laughs> I'm, right, I'm dealing. Alright, that that enough be a of the bullshit. Shirt. Let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah, let's get to it. Fall in order. Craig's got a light It's harder to it's make the sound than
1: you want. No, Angry Joe. You, when he, I put up the photo, he's like, "Hey, is that the one from the thing? Is your are your noises super delayed? Because mine are." I was like, "Yeah, didn't think yeah. about it. I just thought it was like not sensing. I
0: didn't know." Oh, it was they so you are. swing it, and then it's like, "Do do it a little bit like snappier, because eventually no, it does the thing where it lights up white."
3: Light. Oh, there. there, hit it.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, we there, can see it. Her.
3: I'm watching that. Class. No, it just goes phew. like...
0: Here, you, you hit me. Hit me. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, it's Bow. hard to see because it's too light in here.
2: Bow. Stupid. Barrett, don't
1: worry, I Can brought the lights. I bought more props.
2: Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, are we cutting the lights? <laughs> 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 Great job. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We're going to do the song. The I played full the Watto song. Should you need to give me a smack, Tim.
3: Uh, there it is. There you, you go. Whoa.
2: Yeah, Ow. <laughs> That's dope.
1: It's so a, cool. That okay.
2: was worth the demo, this They're gonna yeah. yeah. move
1: away from kendo sticks and wrestling, and now they'll just use lightsabers. Now. I
2: You're also wrong, bought these right on boat. Oh remember oh when God. they arrested
1: the Wookiee, and they put him in these? You did. remember it? They did.
2: <laughs> oh, I love it. Be brave, Imran. They're so padded. Well, they're for children. Not, <laughs> not <laughs> for your weird children. sex games. Honestly, they I seem mean, like I mean, they could be good for adults, too, right. yeah. They're well, nice and will padded find and safe. Best friends for life.
0: Since me and Greg Miller down is your the happiest place on earth,
2: Disneyland. Well, what's your question here? <laughs> oh, I just I wanted mind, to know, Greg, what's your safe word for this? Choo-choo. <laughs>
0: okay, perfect. Jesus. I feel like
3: choo-choo is a word you want to keep in the vernacular anyway. <laughs> choo-choo. Uh, choo-choo.
0: Oh my god, no, Brad. <laughs> I don't acting like that. it out, I love
3: it. EA sent us down to
0: Disneyland to play. Three hours of Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which is which is really, really fantastic. And then we also got to go to Disneyland and do a whole bunch of fucking Clearly. cool things. Very cool. It's like Me a tough Greg.
2: visit for you guys.
0: Yeah, I know. And it was a, hard, a lot of hard work. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Fran, a
1: lot of people think they can hang in this preview game. They can't. They can't, they can't, they can't handle it anymore.
0: Uh, but before we did all the Disneyland stuff, we did play three hours of Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. And it was a really cool preview event. Yeah. I, I feel like they did a great job. <laughs> You, I feel like you can explain this better because you've done so many more than I have. Yeah. Go for it.
1: <laughs> uh, so you want to, why we like this preview event so much. Preview event was great because uh, a lot of times people overcomplicate preview events. Obviously, guess what the best preview of a game is? They send you the fucking game, you get yes. to play it in your own house and your own thing, and be fine with it, right? Obviously, with a code that's un- incomplete, they're not—they're you know—they haven't gone gold yet, stuff like that—that's impossible to do. So when a company throws a preview event, you obviously then want it just to be as convenient as possible. So usually destination ones, you'll see, and I'll, I won't name names, and it's changed a lot from when Fran and I were older or younger people, I guess. How dare you! But like where they'd send you in the middle of nowhere or to Hawaii to play two hours of a game, but you're there for three days—it's like that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> didn't, didn't. This preview event was running incredibly well because yeah it was in anaheim which is easy for us to get down to but also the fact that they uh, cover travel when you went down you were in the you they put you in this one hotel uh the event was in that hotel it was in the morning at our we were in the morning session so we had to be there at nine which meant we were done at one which meant if we didn't want to go do the disneyland stuff they were doing later that night we could have fucked off gone home flown back whatever our schedules would have allowed for but the event itself right worked so well because you got there and you walked into a giant hotel ballroom and it was 66 stations running Jedi oh, well, Fallen Order Execute and then on the order. other side of the room was like coffee and water or whatever mm-hmm. you needed and when you came back in there was like two short presentations of like hey we're going to run you through higher level content or show you this fight that you're not you know, going to be good enough for it, so we want you to see how complicated
2: our systems are and then I was like alright cool go play it's kind of the EA format. Anthem was the exact same thing. It just happened to be at the EA campus, right? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah Pretty exactly. much Yeah, EA format. does that. They just bring you into a room and that, like, that's it. Just yeah. play here, leave when you want to leave.
1: So many people, you know, will bring you somewhere in the middle, of, or not middle of nowhere, but somewhere that's harder to get to. It'll lead up a bunch of your time. You'll get there. It's but a... a- 45 minute presentation followed by 30 minutes of gameplay and i was like this yeah. sucks oh like, no
0: this was great where i feel like everyone around us and us included were just like oh man i want to play more yeah and there's no way we can finish everything And paint- oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. there was like one main so you could choose multiple planets and there was one that they were kind of like you everyone should play this one the other one uh which is dothamir Barrett, pretty cool shit that one, where right? darth maul's from
4: that's Really, really Shouldn't cool. Should they call it really Dar- cool? Dar- Dar- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. but anyways,
0: uh, that one is <laughs> a much higher a level fan. planet. So they were saying don't don't do that unless you like just want to like get your ass kicked essentially. Yeah, and I totally. saw a bunch of people playing on that. A lot of people getting their ass kicked. Some people were doing really well because they're used to this style of game. But um I, I really liked how much content was available to us because this was the finished game. Like, we were playing the game at Yeah, they were event.
1: very clear when you started. Like, cool, please don't go back off the ship. You've just finished something. If you go out there, like there's things have changed. It won't be as filled out as it was when you would have gone through and just did what you would have done. Did it fresh, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got to play three hours of it. And top level, I absolutely loved my time with this game. I can't wait to go back to it. It is the opposite of what an EA Star Wars game could have been. It's single player. It's very high production value. It feels like the canon storyline is going to matter and feel authentically Star Wars, but also be its own unique thing. And I think that's the most important element of this, where I feel like the storyline for Battlefront 2 was the thing that they publicized the most. Battlefront 1 didn't have a story, right? It was just the multiplayer stuff. Two, the campaign was really kind of what they focused most of the previous stuff on, and I was so jazzed for it and then playing through it, I was really let down. Yeah, that was like one of your that, most anticipated yeah. games that year right? Yeah, and I, I thought that the, the gameplay elements were fun, but really they were serviceable in the, the um, context of the of the campaign. Playing this game. It is entirely designed around great gameplay systems that are backed up by great story. Mm -hmm. And I loved the characters that we saw. I loved the way that the game played. And I loved how big it all felt. We spent three hours essentially doing one planet. And that planet felt like a dungeon in Zelda. And even in a lot of their um, PR emails and stuff, they refer to it as temples. And uh, they they call this one the the push temple because it's where you learn the force Force push. push. Um, and the way that the whole kind of experience plays out, you land on the planet. or Before that, you start in your in the ship, talking to the different uh, crew members around. Who all seem super interesting. Super interesting. There's one little alien dude named uh, Grease. Yeah. And, uh, there's How a, do you remember the, that? There's a time where he goes, Greasy money, baby. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking love this game. I'm going <laughs> to love this character. I'm loving everything about
3: this. Does the writing feel like Star Wars? It or? does. Okay. And so
0: that's the thing is it feels like Star Wars in the... Fun way where the characters actually like the, well, the one thing that I liked a lot about Battlefront 2 was some of the characters were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm forgetting his name now. I don't know if Barry, if you can help me here, but uh, it started with an S, I think. Sneak or something what? like that. He was awesome, super funny. He was kind of like the. You run me a lot of K2SO in, mm. in Rogue One, where it's just like a bit more lighthearted, adding comedy, but not Jar Jar Binks level. It's more like contextual to, to what's going on and how the tone is. And I feel like everybody that you're dealing with on your ship kind of has that kind of vibe that feels like they could be hanging out at a cantina in, in a Star Wars movie and you'd buy it. All right? right.
1: Yeah, Deborah Wilson's there playing uh, I Sarah, Sari, Suri. I, 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 I never even remember her name being mentioned in the thing. I don't know if it but was. But her performance oh, yeah. in there. Sarah, I think. Sarah's how you'd say it. Her performance in it, like here, Sarah, that makes sense. Mm. Uh, her performance in it was great, and it was literally one of those things of like, coming. I wanted to I, get to it when I start talking about the game, but I wanted to get back to the ship so bad before the demo ended because I wanted more of her character. Yep. Because the breadcrumb she's giving you about who she is in these cutscenes and stuff it was like oh man i, I want to watch and i want to know and you know for cal being this you know padawan who was let loose right and then has to figure out what's going on with the jedi to have those conversations with people is super fascinating yeah is this the
0: beginning of the game
2: they dropped it you wasn't in the
0: beginning, but it, it seems not too yeah. far into 30 the, the easiest so way is when
1: we come back into the ship right he, uh, this is the introduction to the rest of the crew to bd1 yeah. Who's the buddy Joy running with, right? So you're
0: just kind of meeting these people uh, pretty pretty. I would imagine, early. yeah,
1: that we that, that we met them at the end of, or in the middle of whatever, um, like Mission 1, we'll say, not, but probably not Mission 1. Mission 2 is probably getting BD-1. This is probably like Mission 3 in terms of the structure. Sure. In terms yeah, of yeah it sounds Europe. about right. And it could be, you know, 5, 6, 7, but I'm saying that's the progression. Yeah, I the think. last
3: trailer, I think, showed Cal going in, like meeting them for the first time and like he just kind of ended up on their ship and they mm-hmm, were all like mm-hmm. super confused about each other. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, so you get on the ship, and it was cool. The ship has a lot that you can do on it, a lot of different, like, areas you can go and interact with. And a lot of them seem like systems that we're going to be exploring a lot further in the game. But that's where you can kind of change your lightsaber. That's something that I didn't know was going to be in this game. The customization
1: change. of this is obviously, we're well not obviously, I shouldn't say like that. Customization for me is going to be one of my favorite parts of this game. Because yeah, when we started it, walking back and exploring the ship, I walked in there and I was like, oh cool. oh my god, change the color of your saber, right? Change the color of your outfit, put on a different outfit, do all these different things. And then when we got into the actual gameplay, I was already just being the obsessive Greg I am, where I was go- trying to find every nook and cranny and every chest. Mm-hmm. And when you find the chest, BD jumps off, it goes in there. Scott Hours around and comes back and like I was unlocking different colored lightsabers, uh, you know, different outfits, I, uh, different
0: paint jobs for the ship.
1: Yeah, yeah, different like, paint jobs for BD. It's like, oh my god, like I'm really gonna be fucking okay. excited. So I have
3: this. to ask this because it's an EA game. Sure. Did you feel like you, there you, were you. hooks in there for microtransactions? Yeah. Not that I no. saw. No. Okay.
1: I, Not at I, all. I, it's, it's, I guess it's totally possible that. There can be DLC, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Of like, hey, yeah, totally. Let's, you know, you want to buy a new skin and whatever. But it seemed like everything that I was unlocking and going back to, it wasn't, they were all grayed out the ones I didn't have. And there wasn't like any of them had a dollar sign on it. Like, you know, you're going to click on this Mm -hmm. and be like, oh, this is only available if you do X, Y, and Z. Everything you're
0: collecting and every way that you collect it reminded me a lot of God of War. Where Mm -hmm. it feels like it is going to be just a complete experience. And I think,
1: and they've said that too, right? That there's no microtransactions. Yeah, they
0: did. And I can't. They've said that before about the games. That's true. That's true. Great point. But I think it's (laughs) It's the type of game. I don't think really.
3: Yeah, no, I believe, they find yeah. a way
0: it's EA I'm sure they can find a way but I don't know how they could without it being the most egregious thing ever because I,
3: bl- I believe after Battlefront 2 they they know better than to, to do this immediately again
1: and that was why I think when they got out in front of this right like their messaging was remember like
3: single player only no yeah, microset, they- and like sort of. I mean granted
1: yeah. We see companies fuck it up every day, but I think that they'd be even especially more egregious, right, if they did it after saying that. Yeah, right. the
2: quote was from EA, no microtransactions, no loot boxes, and no, we won't be adding them. A single-player Star Wars story for those of you who are ready to become a Jedi.
1: I am.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, this game is fantastic. I feel like every preview that I've read and even myself when we we talk to everybody, first off, I there was nobody that didn't like it. Yeah. Everyone was super high on it. That we talked um, to. That we talked to. We didn't talk to all people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Two people. But, I mean, we did
0: talk to a ton of people. And everyone yeah. was super – I feel like we all had the same issues. The biggest glaring issue being signposting. Yeah. There was too many times that multiple of us were just totally lost. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing right now or where I'm supposed to be going. And backtracking to figure it out isn't fun. Well, it's a Metroidvania, right? So, like,
3: theoretically, if we started from the beginning, you'd have a better idea in such a direction of what you can do and what certain imagery is supposed to mean to you and your abilities.
0: And so that, to me, is a big problem because I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay. This game reminds me of a lot of elements of games that I love. There's definitely some Ocarina of Time style dungeons. Like the whole thing, it's not Breath of the Wild. It's Ocarina of Time. Mm -hmm. Then moving on, a lot of the game's traversal, it feels very Uncharted for, with the rope, with the sliding, with the the way that you're climbing Just climbing in general. Yeah, but even then, it feels a little lesser than Uncharted. I feel like this game doesn't do anything as good as the things that it's mimicking. But it does a really good job of taking them all together and Mm -hmm. making it its own thing that feels really good. Itself.
3: And that's kind of what Titanfall 2 was. Like, it wasn't a revolutionary first person shooter by any means, but it was the most fun. Fresh shooter campaign in a lot of ways mm-hmm. so like I could trust them to kind of do that with action games as well
2: yeah mm-hmm. but it did do sliding the
3: best yes that's Sliders.
2: right so it did nail that yeah 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 we'll, uh, did we'll you, see with this did you ask them about the signposting or yeah we talked to them well, they, I, say. they
1: came over and I think it was more the easing into it and in that they are seeing people struggle with it but I think it was the fact for me I do think it'll be fixed by playing through it my, my what I kept coming back to right like <laughs> my simplest thing of, and granted it was one level this is the first time I've played it mm-hmm. and obviously full disclosure I did EA Play or whatever but there, I just interviewed people didn't play it didn't see anything you didn't see uh for me with this one like literally i walked away and i'm like that's why i play video games like that's that is a greg miller ass video game of third person action adventure here's a great story here's a bunch of cool mechanics for you to go play in i had a ball with this i you know it was hard to go back to the other games i'm playing for review not because the other games are bad Mm. but because it was like Okay, this is more I'm thinking harder on this. Or I'm do- this is in uh, you know, an RPG or this it's different than how that action RPG felt, if that right. makes sense and coming off of like wielding a lightsaber and having force powers being crazy. For me it was that Getting dropped into this world and going through the temple and doing all these different things, I did appreciate, like, I'm going to duck down this alleyway or whatever, this, like, nook and cranny, find this thing, and then, uh, you know, I'd be walking to a dark room and, like, the Stormtrooper uh, video would start playing, and I, was, and I had my fucking lightsaber up like a flashlight, and I was like, this is fucking awesome, and I'm walking around, but then yeah, it was the same that, thing that's of... Cool. I'd come back out this other corner right and then I'd be like oh cool there's a a prayer circle we'll mm-hmm. talk about it in a second where you like you can you know re- replenish your health and re- or your yeah you replenish your health fire. packs yeah yeah no but no a, you sit there and meditate it's a meditation circle. Okay. but it's it, yeah, it it is, is, yeah no yeah. sorry I, I, yes, <laughs> yes you're right you're 100% correct yeah yeah and so i jumped down to it and then i was like oh, fuck, this is the place I was just at five, like a minute and a half ago. And so sure enough, I had to run the exact same uh, winding path. Fran, I will take away the toys if you can't focus on the show.
2: <laughs> Don't worry about I'm listening.
1: I had to run back the exa- exact same path to get to where I was. And then the real problem for me became, like I was saying, I really wanted to get back to the ship to see, close the loop, have the next conversation. And it was like, all right, everybody, we, we, you know, we're uh, 40 minutes, 30 minutes or whatever. to. You know? And that's when I went into like panic. You know how people drown? Because they know how to swim, but they just panic and drown. <laughs> it was that exact thing of like, fuck and i opened the map i'm like there's no objective list i didn't even notice at this point there's no objective list open the thing and it's just like go back to the ship to talk i'm like oh fuck and i was like then panicking of how to get back to the ship so i immediately forgot everything about it being a metroidvania (laughs) so even though i now had the the push power i wasn't going to on the map the big green door that i haven't done anything to or the yellow area indicating something i hadn't explored Mm -hmm. and it was like me trying to figure out and hard mode it back through the thing whereas i think when i'm in my living room and i'm playing there you know, when you go to the map, it says, I remember I was like, 66% of the area is done, right? Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's going to be that before I go back to the ship, it'll be 100% or get to the very specific points of like, oh, I, I, I need pull here, not push. I and clearly I don't, don't have yeah, the Yeah, I don't have the I power I need for this, right? Yeah, yeah, I thought that was the bigger thing. It reminds, you know, is Uncharted is definitely an app comparison, and I agree. For me, it's more uh, the Crystal Dynamics, uh, Lara Croft mm-hmm. games, mm-hmm. the Tomb Raider games, right? Where it is, especially uh, Rise of, where it's this... Open area environment, right, with a whole bunch of different stuff, and you have to figure out how to get certain places, to do certain things, mm-hmm. and explore it that way. And like, I'm all for it. It reminds me of the temples and tombs you saw in Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, right. of mm-hmm. going in there and exploring it and doing every nook and cranny. And that's what I want out of it: with the story, with the powers, with the cool lightsabers, with you know, changing it all up and seeing what it goes on to. And like, yeah, what you're saying of like, you know, we ran around and fought a bunch of different stuff, which was mainly creatures in this world. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? This fucking ram, this goddamn. Mor- Rat, and these things rats, were fucking man. me up, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> that's the thing, it,
0: the combat is pretty unforgiving, Un- unforgiving. Like, it will fuck you up if you're not playing how they yeah. want you to play. When and that's where the kind of the Dark Souls inspiration yeah. and influence comes, and it's yeah,
1: because it, it, they're yeah. Pu- they're leaning into the, the Souls game stuff of you know, in putting it in a Jedi way of right, Jedis aren't the aggressive type, right? It is about blocking, it is about waiting for your moment to strike most of the time. Does yeah, it, when
3: GI, when the people that came back to that cover story, they were just like, Yeah, it's really like Sekiro, yeah, which is like it when you initially see that demo, it doesn't play like that at all. But like then they put out another demo which looked a lot better and sort like it made more sense of how they actually t- like meant that of like blocking and waiting for your moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And so. that's exactly what this game is. Yeah, yeah I was going to... Exactly. I remember it looking like Skiro, but also a little like Batman. Um, do, does it play like that at all or no? No, no. No, it's not like... Com- you know, you jump between multiple enemies. Well, you switch your focus or whatever. Well, right? yeah. yeah, yeah but it's not that, like
1: yeah. Batman where I'm you know, reversing doing this stuff, coming out and just not button Like you're not doing as so much combo between people Yeah, so yeah, much yeah, just totally. switching your focus. Yeah, I mean, it's more about like the focus of like, you know, getting to eventually where you had like st- the shock troopers coming at you with right. their things. And then I had regular stormtroopers who were just going to shoot at me. Mm-hmm. And so it was that thing of like, who's going to get here first? The yeah. the blaster bolt from him so that I can, you know, time it right, deflect it back at him and then take on these guys. Or do I need to dodge them, get to them, take that out to yeah. come back
0: to them? Multiple enemies will overwhelm you completely like the whole thing when you see like six people you need to figure out the strategy of who's going to get to me first i need to take them out in the order Mm -hmm. that they'll attack me because once you get hit you're in an animation where the other guys are just going to trample you throne room uh, yeah, yeah, kind bit. of. But <laughs> kind um, of but that thing is like the Wait. even the little small enemies that are around they can be the most annoying because like you, they're just they'll pop out of the ground. Yeah, mole like,
1: rats are coming out of the ground, come at you and just
0: like knock you down. It's just like shit you didn't expect that you weren't then, ready for a combat situation. And that
1: was the thing of then getting okay, cool. I gotta pay more attention to the world and like mm-hmm. for the mole rats in particular that would shoot out come out of the ground at you. Like if you can time it right to block, I don't know if you did this. Mm-hmm. If you time it right, you'll slice them in half yeah. right away with one hit. And I was like, oh
0: fuck, all right, mm-hmm. cool. Like, it's I cool need so to be A more lot of sound cues, a lot of like waiting for the world to to happen around you. Yeah. All that stuff is really, really cool. And I thought they did a good job of having enough enemies placed throughout the 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 level that you're going through so that it never felt like you're in a puzzle too long, traversing too long, or in combat too long. It was very well paced of like moving you through and feeling like that you're you're growing in this world with it and i love that the entire time as you're learning the new abilities and stuff i constantly wanted one more thing i wanted to like we were talking about like throwing the lightsaber like oh yeah how bad did you want to do that in this level we didn't even towards the end of it we didn't get that yet but we know we're going to. Yeah, there's, like, a really, that's be there's really an intense satisfying. skill
1: tree in there, right? That is like, you know, obviously the normal stuff of like, do you want to expand your health? Do you want to expand your more, your force time and stuff like that? And they're all linked together and you go out. And again, this is back to the meditation circle where you walk up and you sit down and become one with the force, right? And you can go in there and then apply the skill points you have. You can go in there, like I said, and basically it's, a, it's literally rest. And if you rest, what happens is it'll refill your inventory of meds, mm-hmm. but then it also... It respawns all the enemies if you cleared out an area and you do that. They're gonna the enemies are gonna be back there. So if you backtrack or so if you're going through,
0: including the like mini boss characters, yeah, too. Like there was a bunch of like stone guardian. things. Yeah, the that... dudes
1: with the blaster thing in their chest or the ball in their chest. Yeah, right? and
0: like uh, they'll they'll be like the ones that are guarding the puzzle rooms. And if you end up going to one of the meditation things and res- like heal yourself, it'll respawn even them. So it's kind of like the risk reward of just mm-hmm. like. Do I just take the lower health that I have and just try to get through this part without having to beat all these guys again? Or is it worth it to be able to reset this puzzle room so I can move the balls in peace? You know what I mean? Move the <laughs> balls in <laughs> peace. Yeah, yeah
1: there's, that was where, like, Breath of the... Like, Breath of the Wild, I thought, like, immediately was influenced right there. Right? Yeah. Like, there's a, pu- a bunch of puzzles of, yeah, once you get force push, there's these balls you need to, like, giant stone balls you need to push down and put them into certain areas and then mm. open up wind t- tunnels so they're shooting the balls over the next place and the next thing. And probably, so that, that's oh.
0: kind of my problem, though, that mm. I was saying earlier. It's like, it, it does feels all this like it looks... And, like, it wants to play, like, Breath of the Wild, but Mm -hmm. it plays, like, Ocarina of Time dungeon design-wise, where you want... When you see these balls and, like, the way that they're glowing, like, they have this, like, blue glow, it looks exactly like the Breath of the Wild uh, with all the physics-based stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't play that way where you don't just attack it and, like, send it off. It's like you need to... You don't have the ability you need to deal with this until later, and then you're like, oh, now I can force-push it. But then it becomes super obvious exactly what you need to do. And it's not so much physics based as much as it's stand this place, hit it, it's gonna go exactly on this on rails kind of uh, Rube Goldberg machine type thing through a bunch of like air vents and stuff. And like to me, it just felt like it was presented in this really like kind of epic way of you figuring something out, but you're not actually figuring anything out. You just mm. get the ability that allows you to do the thing. And I was a little lit down by that mm. because that's to me what made it feel like. I feel yeah. like I was lost because I expected more from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you, know, you overthought it. Be a yeah,
2: I, I totally overthought it, and it's like, it's early in the game. But yeah, I, I hope that changes. It's funny because when you guys, uh, as much as sure, it's inspired by Ocarina and, and uh, certainly now Breath of the Wild, but like it sounds like Metroid Prime to me, actually in a ton of ways. Um, I think that the Metroid comparisons are only coming from the map.
0: Because it <laughs> looks, the map is identical to the Metroid Prime map, the 3D kind of room. Yeah, movie. I haven't even it seen out. it. It's
2: actually just the way you're describing, like, the you know, the way that the enemies are laid out, and then you get to a room, and, well, the reason I was thinking about it was the Morph Ball in Metroid Prime, <sighs> and it would break up, you know, with just sort of going through, like, a little, like, maze thing, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly, in terms of getting powers, in some ways, but uh, but yeah. You know, but
0: to played. me, it just feels more like the Zelda dungeons. I mean, you get the thing that allows you to push through the one level of doors to allow you to reach the rest of the dungeon, mm-hmm. face the boss, get the new thing, yeah, leave right. Um, but it's really good. The thing is, for me, it's just it's combining all these things that I love. God of War being another one. Like the combat feels very much like god of war where you do need to pay a lot of attention it's not just a hack and slash they're really good about being able to change difficulty levels on the fly Mm -hmm. uh, where if you're getting your ass kicked you can go down if you want a a better challenge you can go up and you're also rewarded differently for it Uh, which is great being able to change that as you're going through if you want to get a bit more experience points in an area that you know you can easily take down
1: yeah I thought what was interesting playing it was that okay how I think when you look at it even you're like well how's it different than force unleashed right whereas i think force unleashed was about unleashing the force and overpowering and really destroying stuff right whereas this is it does feel like he it, like I me mean, cuz he is obviously but he is a jedi right so it is this restrained wait it out feel it out be the smartest guy in the room rather than the most powerful guy in the room
3: yeah i totally. probably know the answer to this question but is there dismemberments
1: uh not for uh any like uh way human characters no well yeah there's one not like any of the humanoids. You didn't do it. The the so no stormtroopers, none of those guys. Uh, but the mon- like I said, when the monster jumped out, I sliced him in half. That's it's okay,
0: more quick that. time events though. It's more like pre-camp. Yeah, yeah. So it's, right. no, yeah. it's not, not it's like physics-based yeah, yeah, my apologies. Yeah, mom. Uh, cutting things off. Okay, makes sense. And, and that's that's something that I and think. And that there's they...
1: one cut scene that we saw where one guy gets a hand lopped off. Yeah, well, you have to. Yeah. They
0: did a good job uh, <laughs> making the gameplay. Even though you have a lightsaber, it feels right that it doesn't cut everything in half. Like mm-hmm. they're stormtroopers, like the normal just stormtroopers, one reflection of a, a laser a bomb, will, yeah. will take them down. Or one slice of the lightsaber, they're done. It's not like you're going and just like slashing yeah, at no, them, I, slashing I, at them. But the ones that have like the shock troopers that have a thing, it's like it makes sense because they're blocking with that. But if you get the good hit on them, like two hits will take those guys down. And mm-hmm. it's like I like the way that, that you you don't feel overpowered, but you feel adequately powered for having a freaking lightsaber. You know, yeah. um, and I thought that every time that you're facing enemies, they'll give you the perfect amount to come at you to make that challenging and not feel like you can just overpower them by running in and just slash, slash, slash. And that is a big difference from Force Awakens, where it plays a lot more like a Souls game than it does a
2: Devil May Cry game. Mm-hmm. Do you know if it has a hard mode, if you want to jump yeah. into that? Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah. can just jump in, to ha- start hard mode. Master. I think it's I like to play games like that. Uh, games like this, like that, until I really need my skills. And I had so that was a segue is I was still curious how do the upgrades and skills work? Is it all through meditation and you, in other words, do you just defeat a mini boss and a boss and you have points that accumulate and you just you're, spend you're earning XP? But okay. you're not leveling. There's not it's
1: not like you're building to be in a level three Jedi. There's an XP bar that as you fight fills in. And wow. when it hits the thing, you
2: get a skill point. And, and you get you... that XP from anywhere, it's just the amount varies. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure
1: it's I mean sure
2: I'm okay. sure behind the scenes you are leveling, right? Got so it. it's like there's a leveling curve where it's gonna take more and more to fill the bar. So you don't like have to go get a certain skill from behind some area where you fight a certain boss no. and it's no, really it's, like now
0: Final Fantasy Ten spear grid style. Still,
1: One free. quick thing to point out, which just to be yeah, clear and I straightforward, know. right? There's nothing g- in terms of like the skill points, but in terms of force push and pull, you're not getting those from the
2: skill tree. That's what I want. So you do get. How do you get that stuff? That's that Zelda is the style. Okay, so you do unlock uh, those abilities from the temples and all. Right. That. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like you so got, we got force
1: push because we went through and learned about it and got in the it. push temple. Oh, cool. On, on I was specific hoping
2: planet, that's how it works. Yeah. So this is uh,
3: a question that might not awesome. have an answer from the demo, but. Obviously, this takes place between the prequels and the original trilogy. Yeah. Does it feel like it has stakes and like a grander thing within the Star Wars universe? Or is it it's like a, a side. Because it's like one of the last Jedi's, yeah, which yeah. is an important thing at that timeline. Yeah. Like, does it feel that he, it's going to be like, a, oh, this is a historical footnote that no one really cares about? Or does Cal's thing have like, oh, this just happens to be like a Rogue One thing that we never really talked about, but here is the story of it?
0: There's things that we can't talk about, like mm-hmm. some of the, there's only a couple things that are like do not mention this in your, your previous stuff and I feel like that okay. answers this a bit more. But there this thing starts with like our demo started with you get on the ship and there's a holocron that you open up and it's Obi Wan from Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. being like, Yo, the Jedi are fucked. They're hunting <laughs> us down. Like it's the same message that you give and mm-hmm. immediately I'm like, Whoa, this is cool. It makes it feel like it matters more mm-hmm. than even like Battlefront 2's story did, right? right? Mm-hmm. And you get hints at characters, the planets that you see, like some of the stuff that they're going through, I'm like, this is about to be really good. We saw another thing, Saw Gerrera's in it. Mm-hmm. This is definitely Jeez. closer to Rogue One and uh, episode four than it is to episode three. Right. Because um, there's a ton of like actual stormtroopers that you're facing, obviously, and all of that. I think that they understand that they need the story to matter. And for his story to mean more than just Oh, so dude, here's a Jedi. Jedi. I'm yeah. a Jedi on the be run. One of the Jedi's, you know. Right. Um, and the story elements we did see that we can't talk about, like I thought, were very interesting, and I, I can't wait to keep playing this and see
2: where it goes. I think the story's gonna be the thing that I like the most about this game. Hmm. How does that handle that through uh, either rendered cutscenes or in-game cutscenes or just people talking to you while you walk? Like so how do you consume the story. It's. Um,
0: Cutscenes, I'd say the most are for the story stuff because he's alone most of the time. Uh, at least in what we played, it's him and, and the droid. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's mostly just kind of like little like quirks right. and you know quips and stuff. But uh, at any point on the D-pad, you can hit down and he'll give you a hint. The droid mm-hmm. will give you a hint on uh, if you're stuck in the puzzle <laughs> right. or whatever. And I then didn't it's... know that. I shouldn't use that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was never like super no, helpful, but like it was enough of like oh a hey nudge of go that. yeah like do this. Like, yeah. like oh we should, we should. Should look in this room a little more like that type of thing. Um,
1: so I like I, I and the that he, was There's cool. a gameplay with him that I'm sure it'll be tied to trophies, and I don't know if I get XP from it. But when you go, he'll, he's on your back, obviously, but he'll hop off and like, and it's like he wants to scan something. Yeah, you're filling out some glossary, I think, in there of like, you know, like, and it, it's like, it's not like, yeah. like beat like you over the head stuff. Star Wars stuff it's like oh this is he scanned like some uh, one of the guys who was like entombed mm-hmm. and I was like oh. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so actually that is the other Metroid Prime yeah I was about to say that's with, Metroid with, with the scanning but I liked it a lot because in Metroid Prime that game is so much more about just like taking in the world stopping scanning yeah. things and learning I loved how they're like that's a cool idea, but we need to keep moving. Yeah, if you want to do He'll this. pop off, go, scan it himself. You can keep walking as he's scanning it. Oh, you don't have to find it? It'll, it'll trigger. No, you find you it. Find you, it. You, you said about it. But you just, just hit a button, and then you just keep moving while Oh, then it have make, make to sit there while he scans it. Scan. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. But then what's cool is there's, like, these weird force memories that you can kind of get from things where you can walk over and, like... You just hit the button and he looks at it for a sec, BD or whatever his name is, does his thing. And then you're, as you're walking with the character, it'll trigger a story bit where uh, you hear memories. It's like flashbacks. Like, yeah, you're
1: finding like, like uh, echoes of the force or whatever. That's what
0: they're called. Echoes of the force. So it'll echoes be like of the Force. you'll find a stormtrooper's helmet, like a bloody helmet. Mm-hmm. And you Ew. can trigger the memory of how he died. And it'll just, like, you hear, like, just random voice things or, like, shots and stuff. And it's, like, you just get a bit of story of, like, and what it, had happened here and, and it's the thing of, like, for
1: us in this temple... Yeah, yeah like, well, okay. it's
0: because it's not random.
1: It was very much that we... I forget the guy's name. We were following in the footsteps of one dude, a Jedi. Mm-hmm. So it was all tied to his progression okay. through the temple and what he was it, doing. It with wasn't just, head.
3: like, here's the clone... No, whatever. it was okay. very
1: much, like, I think he's the guy who... It didn't discover force or I don't know, push or whatever. Yeah. it was he was doing something that was related to us getting. I like this
3: the sword. idea that guy who discovered the whoa, first force. guys,
4: <laughs> <you> <laughs> <do this? laughs> yeah, uh,
0: Shriv is the name of the character from Battlefront
3: 2.
4: Oh, uh, yeah, Tom yeah, Leather. yeah. Uh, and then when it comes to the significance of the story, uh, Imran, like I, I haven't played the game, so I'm just mm-hmm. this is just like fan speculation and hopefulness. I don't know like how much it'll tie into the importance of like the overall like story of uh, Star Wars and the saga and whatnot. But what I hope it does it just gives us a kind of gives us this character Cal and gives his story some significance that we are feeling for him and feeling this journey uh, similar to Ezra, who is the one of the main characters of Rebels, where it does things to tie into the grander story, but it's not like a Oh man, like the I view the movies differently because of this yeah. story, which is like what Rogue One tried to do. Um, I'm also super fascinated of like how much this might tie into Rebels. Not like you need to watch the the show to like understand things, but it would be cool if we got like. Uh, you're talking about like Dothamir like Darth Maul is like a big uh, character in I think Rebels. it's gonna be a lot man uh, and then like the second sister is, yep. like the Inquisitors, yeah, the Inquisitors. were yeah. like a big part of the, the Rebel story and then uh, Saw Gerrera is also in Rebels so like I hope we get because I think this is around the time it's gotta be uh, a little bit of like Ezra and I, I forget how to say his name I think it's uh, Kanan uh, yeah. who's like the Jedi Master like, I, the I Qui-Gon we, of yeah him. of that of that show I I'm so fucking excited, dude. Yeah. No,
0: I, I definitely think that's exactly what they're doing. The the, yes. the sisters are the antagonists of this game, from what yeah. they showed us. The yeah. big boss fight that Greg was talking about that they showed us before we played—that was like, uh-huh. oh, you're not going to be prepared to do this. Was the ninth set, ninth sister?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, was okay. she the one in the Vader comic? So that, that's one of the uh, tie-ins. So is that one of the sisters is from the Vader comic, which be like a very good comic series, whatever. One I understand, uh-huh. but uh, I'm not yeah, sure which of them. I haven't read the was. new Vader
0: yeah. one. I, I read the first Vader run with mm-hmm. Doctor Aphra and stuff, but I, didn't, I don't know for, about this. Like the Friends of
3: the new Marvel comics, one is like legitimately one of the best things they put out right now. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Yeah,
4: I only know the show, which has the fifth brother, the seventh sister, and the eighth brother. This one, so. we have second and ninth so far. So I imagine we're going <laughs> to see a ton I of thought, them. I thought the second one was just going to be the one antagonist from what we saw from the trailer. So it's interesting that they're leaning more into that. That's yeah, funny. cool.
0: The planet seemed cool that we were on. I liked the, the amount of space that we were allowed to kind of run around was interesting. And I liked the use of shortcuts where the moment you get to an area, you can kind of like throw – cut a thing that puts a rope yeah, down. Yeah. Sure. That it allows you to traverse the area a little bit easier. Uh, and it always felt like it came at the right time. Like the moment that I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to want to – walk all all the the way way back back, there there'd be something that got me where i needed to go without fast travel or whatever Mm -hmm.
1: worth pointing out to your your point um of it's trying to be a lot of different games and you can see the inspirations but it's not nailing it as much one of them for me to bring up i think was the frustration i had with those ice luges Mm -hmm. of like you know they have like the you know you jump on it and you slide down and you've got to like bank around the curves and stuff i was flying off them a lot and then there was one in particular where coming down the ice luge or whatever there's one rope hanging and i must have died like Four or five times before, I like, like I think I died twice. Got the rope, swung over to jump to wall jump, and wasn't in the right area to jump, and just fucking plummeted. In my I'm like, oh my god, and have to keep doing it, and then fall off the side of the fucking ice thing. Like again, I've been dropped further into this game. Hopefully, by the time I get there, I've learned more about illusion and whatever. But oh, I like, just fuck.
0: doubt it. Like, and then that I do doubt. I do, doubt as, well. I do yeah, doubt as well. I do doubt as well. But the the good thing about that is when you die there. You, you're right back there. There's no bullshit okay. you have to go through. It reloaded yeah, like, so quickly, and you're just that's like, also right that's great
1: too. But it is when you die in a fight, you go back to where you meditated last and rested last. Mm. So like, it, there was a couple where it was like I was going, 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 and it was that. It, now granted, risk reward, right? I'm like, mm. well, I can fall back. I'm I'm down to like you know half my health, and I have no more stim packs or whatever, so I can keep pushing forward or go back, and then I got cheaply rocketed and it was
3: like, but it's not like control annoying kind of thing of like die then reload for a very very long no time. no no it was okay. fast enough to
1: go back there and again I think when I'm in the moment and I have all the time in the world to play it I'm gonna be like no fuck these guys I wanna go back and reflect yeah. the thing right and get them
3: that's the other
0: cool thing is like it reminds me of Shovel Knight a lot where you you go you're gaining all this experience and then if you were to die with the oh, character yeah, yeah. you get sent back to the last meditation point but you lose your XP, you lose everything but if you go back and fight that enemy again you get it back
3: so does it appear like Dark Souls style if you die again? Yeah, is it physical
0: on Again, the I'm not sure. to, It just pops
3: uh,
1: back and you just get
3: it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah the, when the, you get there, the glows. dude that
1: killed you is glowing. And yeah. so if okay. you go oh, up okay. and
3: you...
0: I think it's just get a hit on him, right? Yeah, and them. then you get the stop. Oh, so it back. saves all That's your Bloodborne. progress to... That's Bloodborne. That's straight up
3: Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't play Bloodborne, so I, yeah. I
0: don't know about that. But it's just like that in Shovel Knight. So there's this, like, risk-reward thing of, mm-hmm. like, where do I want to save last to not have to do it all but to get more? Okay. Um, And it's cool. Like, I... I feel like I'm coming off a lot more negative about this than mm. I actually No, it sounds feel. interesting.
3: Like, you're kind of selling me on it. I've, like, I've been in, it, interested in this game for a while, but EA has been so quiet about it, I've been frustrated. It, and also, EA has just made such
0: shitty decisions for so long that yeah. it's hard to believe there's going to be a good single-player Star Wars game. Yes. And like, there is. This game is going to be, at the very least, good at the... Hopefully, it's going to be amazing. And I right. think that it does have the potential to be amazing, because... All of the things that I'm talking about of the games of what it's mimicking, even if it doesn't do them as good as those games, it does them very well. Right. And adding that together, it does have its own identity. It feels good moving around. Like, it feels good to fight. Like, all of it feels right. It feels like how a Star Wars game should. And I love the the, the characters, the story, and the way the gameplay progression is being shown to us so far. And the idea of us playing three hours and only doing one planet I get the, the feeling there's going to be a lot of planets. Like, mm-hmm. I think this game is going to be pretty sizable, and
2: I, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I was wondering if you had, they said anything about that, like any expectation of length of time, of gameplay time? Or?
0: No, but I definitely think it's going to be like God of War, yeah. where it's like yeah. you go, and you know in awesome. God of War when you yeah. see all the different the realms? Yeah. 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 I think it's going to be very similar to that. It's be like a nice, chunky... I hope there's hours. that much. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. God of War for me was a ton of hours. I mean, I'm actually <laughs> still... There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. no I'm
3: excited I'm, like, I would be excited just for a Star Wars game that's triple A because I want to I put a thing on my screen that makes Star Wars noises at me But like, <laughs> it does that very well th- yeah, if it does that and it's also a great game then I'm actually really into it
2: mm-hmm. sounds exciting yeah I can't
1: wait I'm like, ready I think in ready a, in a year perhaps. where personally I've been like oh man a lot of good games not a lot of games that have like blown my hair back this is one where I was like holy shit Like mm-hmm. I can't wait to play more of this yeah. did you
2: guys play it on PC? Of course, we did. lame. Yeah. His hair looks got him. Do. He he got got the, got.
1: Cal's got those hair physics. He's got the strand he blowing in they, it. We'll they, see how they many announced, I can the They
2: announced
0: today that uh, on Xbox One X and PS4 Pro, there's going to be two modes performance mode and. Oh, good. So uh, it should have frame a frame rate. Or, um, yeah. Resolution. Yep. always take frame rate. And it, they said they're not going to. Yep. Hit 60 consistently, but that's the goal, yeah. and it's gonna hit around that even
2: that's even super exciting because yeah. they said that about God of War, and then I was like, I don't see what the problem is. Like, this, I'm they, uh, you know, according to Corey and the team, they barely like slipped that in at the end, and they were like a little worried about the frame rate changing. God of War. I was like, this is great, I would not want to play the other way, and yeah. so that's super important. I mean, to
3: have. Titanfall 2 performed to my recollection quite well, oh, so that performed yeah. awesome, yeah. And that game, even if it did have weird fluctuations or wasn't always the right frame rate, it. Felt good to play, like from a motion to motion perspective. So, mm. if they if they nail that same kind of feeling, I'm super into it. I can't. We're to
1: the other planet. We didn't. I only played the one planet, but then looking at other people's screens and watching them play, that you know looked so much different than where we were. Oh yeah. And also looked interesting, of uh. like him crawling around on a ATA that was or an ATAT that was moving or whatever, but it had like moss all over
2: it. Mm-hmm. So like he was hanging on. They it showed and, that um, either behind closed doors or um, in the trailer. Okay. Like, cause yeah, I, I that was my first time way. seeing it in motion. You, like, you're grabbing on it. Like, yeah, boss that was the, the, first,
0: the first demo they showed. Yeah.
2: I don't know. Have they shown that to the public? I mm-hmm. they, they did
0: eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got some questions here. Harry Hoodlum says, How does the movement feel? Uh, Respawn killed it with Titanfall and Apex Legends, so hopefully, you like Butter.
1: Feels great. I yeah. mean, I think it was something you started into, and then I think we got distracted with, right? Where you're talking about comparing it to an Uncharted or even a uh, Tomb Raider. To your point, there was a few times, right, where. Oh, I'm gonna be able to climb up that, and you go and you do that like wall scurry from like Uncharted One. You're like, oh, uh, I should totally be able to jump up there, but I can't, <laughs> or I'm not approaching it at just the right angle. Like, mm-hmm. there's little things like that, but mm-hmm. overall, like you know, running, jumping, you know, walking across wires, falling off of them, and then you know, uh,
0: arm, army crawling across them and stuff. Like, I thought it all felt really well, looked yeah, really good. Totally agree. Uh, Matt Phillips says his Fallen Orders lightsaber as satisfying as the Leviathan axe. Hmm. No, <laughs> but. I, two things. One, I don't think any weapon ever will be again. Two, I feel like I want to play a little later in the game and see what other skills I get. Because like I was saying, I wanted to throw it yeah. and it wouldn't let me. Yeah. So in the limited bit that I had here, it feels good, but it's not super satisfying. Like, There's nothing uniquely lightsaber about it.
3: I'm just imagining someone recalling the lightsaber and it's like losing their hand. Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, damn it, again. Uh, William Jephthama says, how realistic does the lightsaber combat feel? Uh is the dismemberment or is it a admittedly very cool baseball bat? I'm pretty <laughs> easy to please when it comes to Star Wars, but I've never loved the way lightsabers felt in That's the video true because They
3: 'cause they can't like they can't put a dismemberment in one of these games without mods. Yeah. I, I, I like... don't
0: think you're gonna love this if, if you haven't before, but it feels better and different than uh Force Unleashed, and we're just kinda repeating ourselves so, but I think it is because that it forces you uh, to hey. act more hey. Jedi Like and play hey. it slower and do all that. So that's cool. Agreed. And then Nick Verge writes in and says, I'm curious about if you think this might be a good introduction to From Software Games for people who have never played them. Ah. Also, there seems to be a lot of gamey elements. Did that clash with your vision of the Star Wars universe?
1: Um, for the first part, Nick uh it could be yeah like i think that's an interesting way of like slowing yourself down and realizing how to counter how to use hit windows you know when to strike rather than that not, not to mention dodge right like that was jumping in there and like picking it up and getting going like oh okay so you know like lock on somebody easy one one v one right to try to get around them even though there's certain things that like when they flash red and charge you you know you have to dodge there rather than try to block your blocks really last so long for certain things uh it it'll be an interesting way because i still feel like those games are so different those games have uh even different windows i think on how punishing they are in terms
0: of what you need to do or how specific you need to be but if you crank up the difficulty here it could be yeah i but definitely I can- think it is because for me it is right like this yeah. this is what it would take for me to play this type of game just throw stars on it
1: sure but Demi, mean, do you think you're going to come off this and be like oh man i love that gameplay so much i want to go play bloodborne
0: uh, Raul says, "Does Jedi Fallen Order's clear inspiration from Soul style games make you want to give those games a shot? No, not at all. <laughs> I need to start with wrapping around it. Yeah, but for me it, it kind of works for that the other style way. style of game, though, it's like, it works
1: yeah.
3: the other way. Where the, the but, like be- I, I love Souls games so much, like I'm more interested in this game. Like I have Battlefield 2, and I played through single player a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but like it never really hooked me that much. Sure, this one it sounds more interesting from like a as someone who loves action character action style games. Yeah, this way more interesting because of that.
1: Yeah, like for me it's like you know." it's it, the combat feels in even skill trees i guess that remind me so much of odyssey for assassin's creed mm-hmm. where it is uh, at least how i played odyssey of you know do- dodging specifically targeting ma- wait for them to screw it up then you come in and kill them and then go and play it out that's why i'm stoked for it same thing for me where it's not being a big souls person i've tried them before obviously i've never completed one so i guess not being a souls person would be a better way to say that uh, i enjoy the gameplay of it but the fact that i've never had a the, one that has a story
0: that's compelled me to go through and be part of that world this is why I'm excited excited for this one final question here is from charles jacobson honestly just want to hear how is cameron monaghan as kyle kestis i loved him in gotham he was one of the main reasons to keep watching so being optimistic about kyle as a character since the reveal
1: thought he was great thought his performance was really good he seems like you know that young plucky like hey i'm in this and i need to figure this out why are we doing this stuff like i like that aspect of him and i liked him i liked how he interacted with bd right like BD is, uh, he's like, you know any jokes, BD? And he's like, I don't know why. <laughs> Classic. Like, I was like, that was great. Like, I love that stuff. Yeah. And he's a I, very nice man. We met him at the game We did, we did meet cause...
0: him. I, I liked his performance a lot. I think that his character so far is the thing I'm least interested in of the characters. He's, like
3: he, he doesn't look wrong. He just looks kind of boring. like I a think that they're going to... And...
0: Address that though. Okay. Like, I have a feeling that this is going to grow. By the end of this game, I'm going to really care about him. Yeah, I was going
1: to say. Do you think it's because you don't know anything about him in the front, right? Like, I mean, I feel like we know the whole thing of like he's been in hiding. Something went wrong. He used his powers. Oh God, or whatever.
0: I, I think that it's that, but combined, just
1: isn't what, that what? A, or am I
0: thinking? Am I confusing Magneto? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's just more like everything Kendra we know about Star Wars characters. Like <laughs> looking at this guy and with where he's at and the way that he sounds, just like, all right, cool, you're just another one. Yeah, yeah, reptile, yeah, but yeah. I feel like I'm already like with the jokes and stuff like that. Like, the relationship with the droid is fantastic, and it's like. I I want to see him outshine the droid, yeah. and I think that we'll get there. But from what we saw, I would say that he's less interesting to me than see, even in the boss fight, Mad saw, TV woman right? or. Greasy. <laughs> uh, that's a good pull. That's a really good pull. Uh,
1: but even in the boss fight we saw with one of the sisters, right? Ninth. Ninth. Thank you very much. Like, I thought he had that in it, right? Where he's she's talking shit and owning him whatever, and when he inevitably beats her, right? Like, he has that, like, ah! And he's like, that's what it is to be a jet or whatever. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. I was like That was, that cool. was cool. That yeah. was definitely if there's cool. There's
2: more of those moments of, like, no, fuck, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it gets more complex than that. I mean, I hope that's the reveal here is that you think that he's a little, like, and he kind of looks like a standard, you know, Jedi that you'd yeah, expect. Sure. And then maybe he encounters Turns some kind of Darth struggle. Other yeah, like, you know. hopefully oh, there's shit, some, like, dude. complex, like, he really faces a problem. Maybe he gets hurt. Maybe he gets a
4: scar. Like, whatever it is. I'd love to see it go I, like, And just, in that like, direction. just the kind of premise of his character, right? Like, when we're thinking timeline wise, he was. Not a little child, but he was pretty young when Order 66 happened, if we're thinking this is close to Episode Mm 4. So it, it is an interesting perspective of what his arc will be because he only like learn so much of what it is to be a jedi and then for him to go on that journey on his own after the like order i'm a fucking nerd i'm really excited guy.
0: for you to play this there there's some things again that i i can't go into the details yeah, of I that know. they're gonna like they're making this the game that you're you're looking for story, yeah. Sounds yeah i mean
2: honestly so sounding so good I'm, i have a feeling they already have the sequel set up okay. for next gen, and so. it's gonna end in a cliffhanger kind of thing and it sounds sounded good to me, man. Yeah. The hard
3: difficulty should be called Order sixty six. Oh, yeah. I like that.
2: <laughs> I like that a lot.
3: Uh before we get on to the next
0: game, let me tell you about our sponsors.
1: <laughs> it's good. It's good. This episode of the kind of funny games cast is brought to you by hymns. I was shocked when I heard this. Did you know 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age 35? So the minute you start to see your hair thinning or bald spots start to form, don't wait. You never want to hear it's too late. In 2019 hymns can connect you with the medical medicine and science you need to do something about your hair loss. Hams is helping guys be the best version of themselves with FDA-approved products. And the best part is, you don't have to make that awkward in-person doctor's visit or wait in a pharmacy line. Just answer a few quick questions online and... A licensed physician will review it and determine if a prescription is right for you. We, of course, it kind of funny, check, recommend you check it out because Andy and Nick did, and they've been using it. Right now, my listeners can start, get started with the HIMSS Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today while supplies last. Go to forhimscom slash kinda. That's forhimscom slash kinda. Uh, prescriptions are subject to doctor approval and require an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. See the website for full details and safety information forhams.com slash kinda. Our next sponsor, well it's Quip. You know we love Quip. Everybody's using Quip around here. It's the electric toothbrush that helps you brush better. Why you might ask? Well before we got Quip as a sponsor here, I didn't realize you're supposed to brush for two minutes. I wasn't doing it. I wasn't brushing long enough. But then I got a quip. And what happens is, of course, it vibrates in your mouth. It's getting the plaque. It's doing all that jazz. But more importantly, as it's out there rumbling in your mouth, uh, it it makes you do it for the two minutes. Because it goes 30 seconds, and you stay on one side, and you brush that quadrant. 30 seconds, the other side, that quadrant. You just keep brushing these quadrants. You get an even clean. Plus, as you know, it comes with the cool mirror mount stand. Uh, You slide it over the top. I toss in my travel bag as I'm about to tomorrow when I get on another plane. Quip is easy. It's great. And it'll make you brush your teeth better. Uh, Up to 90% of us don't brush for the full two minutes. And don't clean evenly. Don't be like old Greg Miller. Be like new Greg Miller and use the Quip electric toothbrush. Uh, Brush heads are automatically delivered to your door on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just $5. It's a friendly reminder when it's time to refresh and stay committed to your oral health. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by more than 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. We love Quip. It's easy. It makes your teeth better. That's why you should use it, and it's a perfect gift if you want to give it to somebody or get back into a routine. Quip starts at just $25 today, and if you go to getquip.com slash KF right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's getquip.com slash KF, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash KF for you get your first refill pack free. That's the thing. Getquip.com slash KF.
0: Luigi's Mansion Three, Greg. Yeah. Who wants, be, who wants to be a Ghostbuster? This is uh, it's coming out <laughs> on Halloween. Uh, right. You and I Fresh. have had it for like a week now. Sure. And this w- is the the preview embargo. Very much the preview, preview. embargo is not up, so we can only talk about uh, a, a good chunk of the game. Um, I have played through eight chapters of or eight floors. floors. of, this of because, the mansion. Yeah. yeah it's a. Yeah. Uh, the way that this works is Luigi's Mansion 3 takes place in a hotel. Every floor of the hotel is kind of a different level. Um, as you go through, each has its own vibe, its own style. Like, one will be based on, like, it's the theater room. So there's, like, a bunch of fun, like, film stuff going on. Or one will be, like, the parking the, garage. The, the parking garage, <laughs> or, like, the plant area, where it's, like, yeah. there's just a bunch of, cool. like, fun little plants and poisonous things. Yeah, I did there. that
3: in the arena couple of demos, like the Gladiator yes. Arena. Uh, yeah. Which is later in the game than I expected it to really? be, actually. Because that was, like, the first demo they showed us.
0: Yeah, so, so actually, going here is, uh, Alexis Lopez says, how are the controls for Luigi's mentioned 3? The E3 demo didn't feel too great. I'm not sure if they had a chance to play it and could compare. You Did you play it at E3?
3: I played it at E3. I haven't played the final build. Yeah, so
0: the, what did you think about the E3 controls?
3: The E3, they felt a little stilted. Like, it felt like, I don't, maybe, like, a little bit of lag between when you try to pull back in a vacuum and something actually happening. Hmm. But by the time I played it at PAX, I didn't notice any problems. Mm -hmm. So maybe they tighten that up, or maybe it was just kind of like the E3 demo wasn't like there are technical issues or something. I'm not sure.
2: I didn't notice that at E3, but maybe it's because I've been playing since the very original, and it might just have some of that call it archaic feel. But um, I normally would pick up on stuff that I didn't notice that at all. I I definitely notice it. Really? One, yeah, Yeah. and
0: it it, and it's fixed. That stuff's fixed. The controls. This is such a Nintendo game, man. Like Everything about it, from its charm being 10 out of 10 to its design being really quirky and backwards in a lot of ways, but like, Mm -hmm. they're going to make you play the game the way that they want you to, and the controls are one of those aspects. This game controls like no game I've ever played before, including the previous Luigi's Mansions. Luigi's Mansion 1 on GameCube fairly limited what you can do. You're moving around, and you are just kind of... Aim in the vacuum, and then you suck, and that's pretty much it, right? You hold away the Mm -hmm. direction from where the ghost is going. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Dark Moon on 3DS, lacking the analog stick, kind of made you just play it differently, but they adapted the gameplay style to be a bit more straightforward for puzzle solving and that. On this one, this feels like the first modern Luigi's Mansion game, where you really are using the two sticks to be able to move, strafe, and look vertically and horizontally uh, Mm -hmm. with the stick. Sucking things, blowing things, all of the fun stuff, all the jokes in the comments below. Um, And I feel like it never quite clicks, but when you play it long enough, you're just like... This is what it is. This is what it is, and I get it, and it it doesn't feel bad. It just feels unlike other games. It feels unique.
1: Yeah. That was the thing with me when I started it and I was playing it. I was like... Why is this not? Why it, it's not that I was struggling, but it wasn't doing what I thought it should be doing. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like I go to capture a ghost or aim and really use the vacuum, where it was like, oh, stop moving, Luigi, st- and just stand in one place and use right. the r- the right stick, and it's like, okay. I see what I was, you know. It definitely some,
3: feels too complicated at first. Yeah,
1: right. And yeah. that was the thing of it's it's similar to what we're talking about with Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's I'm making it harder than it has to be. Like mm-hmm. this is how the game controls: stop moving, do it this way, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, okay, cool. Now I got it, and I'm out there
0: doing it. Pro tip: here we go. Controls, and this is another very Nintendo thing: is the best way to play it is it by default motion controls are on, mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. they only do the vertical. Uh, for the like the y axis right. of the flashlight. Like Splatoon. So it's like Splatoon. Yeah. So you're moving with the left stick, then you are moving the flashlight left and right with the right stick, but then you move it up and down with the like the actually gyros- with the gyro of the pro so controller. There, you could. Yeah. But it, that's the best way to play to, for actually mm-hmm. like hitting all the mm-hmm. the areas you need hit with the precision to like find the coin that's hidden up in the corner or whatever um and it's fun like the moment when when you like suck the the ghost and you you feel it like there's a physicality to it when you are using the gyro that i really like and i feel like if you're playing this game in like longer stretches like anything over an hour even like you get in the zone and you hit that uniqueness where you're like i get how i'm playing this game Mm -hmm. and i'm having a lot of fun with it i feel that the the challenge is appropriate Where there's never, I never died. I don't think I'm going to die in the whole game. Uh, But that's okay because it's not the points, right? There's enough hearts that they're throwing out that you're never really in in trouble of a boss fucking you up too much where you don't figure out the pattern. Mm -hmm. Like they're kind of giving you the ample time and ample ability to realize what the weak point is and what you're doing wrong. And I think that that is the strength of this game is it reminds me of Breath of the Wild a lot where every single thing you need to do, you have from the beginning of the game. You're not learning abilities that are going to change like puzzle solving elements, and I think that it's good because the puzzles just get more and more creative. Yeah. Uh, so you'll be in a room and you're just like, "Fuck! I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I guess I need to come back later when I have this ability." This 100 percent happened to me. And then you hit this point, where you're like, "No, yeah, I, I I have what I need."
1: Right. now. I went like now. two rooms away and used, I think, the plunger on you know mm-hmm. just to fire it out and you vacuum up the end of the plunger and you can rip doors down or whatever. Mm-hmm. I went away, did that, and then I was like. I'm an idiot. That's what I was supposed to do on that one thing that I hadn't seen before. I went back, did it. You know, what I mean? feel accomplished. Get the key, go to the next room. Mm. You know, it's like it's I, I, the way I've been describing to people. Right? It's it's delightful. Like, it's a fun little cartoon that I'm romping through, having a good time, vacuuming stuff up. I think the, you know, the opening cutscene and all that stuff, that was really well done in terms mm-hmm. of, like, oh, man, all right, you're setting me up for an actual story here. And, again, for somebody who, I, you know, such a Sega kid who doesn't have that attachment to, like, Nintendo from, you know, the young age, to jump in there and get that kind of thing, I was like, oh, man, this feels different than it normally does. And I'm getting more of this. And, mm-hmm. you know, and i played other, I played the other Luigi expansions. Um going deeper into it and playing through it and yeah like you're saying finding the environments and then having it be that like all right cool like yeah the gameplay is easy uh I, I i haven't died either you know sometimes a go like the gold ghost will get away or whatever has the more loot or whatever because like, damn i didn't get the line i didn't you know pull back at the right moment or whatever um The hidden items in every level, right? Where there's gems (laughs) or music notes or whatever. Like, that's fun to see him. Like, oh, fuck, how do I get there and start thinking that out? I think uh, Gooeyji, which is such a goofy name, is a fun mechanic where I do actually Mm -hmm. like using him and, like, oh, cool. He can go through here. What's the puzzle on the other side? You know, you see a vent in a mirror and, like, you got to get that to appear with your, you know, black light, flashlight, and all this crap. Like, there's a lot of fun going on. It's just a fun, like, puzzle box. It's a fun little toy.
3: Are either of you playing it co op? No. No. Have you tried co op? No. So I played it. At PAX, uh, like the demo they had there, it was come up with Nintendo Rep, and it was it sucked because the Rep was just doing everything Uh, for me, mm -hmm. and like they were they were handling all the ghosts. I was like walking around vacuuming leaves. Mm -hmm. Then like I did it again Mm -hmm. with uh, Reb, and we played that together, and it was a fuck ton more fun. Yeah, like I really enjoyed it because we were working together to defeat ghosts. And it became a much more like fun thing of us solving puzzles and figuring it out because, like, she would notice things I wasn't noticing. Mm-hmm. So I really actually, I, if you had asked me a year ago, like, would you want to play the Ouija's Major co op? I'd be like, no, I, that's a game that I play myself. <laughs> Under yeah. no circumstances. Yeah. But then, like, now I'm, I kind of want to go do that now because mm-hmm. it feels like they did build that game with co op in mind. Not actually like, that it's necessary, but it's yeah. more they fun. Thought that about it. Yeah, that's interesting
0: because playing through it, I would not want to play this game co-op. Really, I, 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 really like. I feel like every single room is just big enough for me to mm-hmm. take enough time to get through and like find the secrets. And if there was more happening on the screen, I feel like it would be distracting. Because the biggest thing to me, and this is like the worst element of this game to me, is the moment we got to the store. Mm-hmm. That opens up a whole different element to the game that I think detracts from the experience. Luigi mentioned one, you're collecting these coins, you're collecting the dollar bills, and like, you're just sucking them up, and it feels good to be able to just collect, 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 and you just see this number go up. Mm. And unlike other games, that number just keeps going up. You get into the thousands of having this, and you don't know what you're using it for, but then at the end of the game, you buy the mansion, and like, depending on how much money you have, you get a bigger, cooler mansion, whatever. And I feel like there's the power of the unknown there of going in just being like, I'm not using this money to buy health packs or buy skill trees or buy whatever. It's like, I'm just collecting this thing to collect it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's everywhere, I feel like motivated me to want to collect every single coin that I could find, look in every single corner, because I don't know what this money's for, right? And then even once I found out what the money was for, I'm like, oh, I need the biggest mansion. (laughs) Like that, that is going to be a worthy thing to collect all this stuff for. This game, I played that way for the four levels or whatever that you get to do until you unlock the store. And then the things I can buy at the store, I'm like, oh, man, this is just like if I die, it's kind of like a phoenix down. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool, I can do that. Or I can buy this thing that gives me uh, mm-hmm. a little more powerful of a blast or whatever for temporary. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, so... The money's not really worth anything. Then, like yeah. I feel like yeah, I
1: don't want any. Yeah, I don't yeah. want
3: these things. It's the
1: opposite of like Jedi, right? Where I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to level up more, unlock this skill, that skill, and then get that skill. Totally yeah. a tree.
3: It kind of feels like it takes away from the whimsy of it a little bit. It does, yeah. and it it's it's just weird design choice,
0: and I feel like it's kind of a step backwards for the Luigi's Mansion mm-hmm. series. Um, but besides that, I love the way things unfold at the pace that they unfold. The boss fights are super inventive and creative, and um, as both visually and mechanically, um, as they ever have been. And I think that this game visually could use a lot of help. I don't really love the – like, the art style is great. The technical side of it like, it, like, it technically runs well, but it doesn't look good.
3: It looks like a 3DS game in HD.
0: And that is my problem. Is I feel like at its core, this game started as a 3DS game. Mm-hmm. If you're a
1: pre-show person, this is what I was talking about. Of like when I put, the, I came home after playing on my on handheld. I'm like, great, and dropped it in the dock, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> fuck, this does not look good. And I texted you, I'm like, you ruined me with this damn TV you had me get. Yeah, and
0: granted, I've I've had the OLED TV for my entire Switch run. Yeah. yeah. So I'm used to Same. Nintendo does have a look on that TV that is very like very very saturated, and it's hard very to like
3: Gaussian blur. Everything. Yeah. Yes,
0: it's hard to like balance it compared to. PS4 and Xbox One games that are much more designed for this type of uh, experience. Um, but having said that, when you play Odyssey, you don't notice because Odyssey is so well designed. Visually. I it's like the first
3: three minutes and then I stop noticing. But it's like, yeah. it's
0: just, you don't care. Whereas with this, I feel like it doesn't look great on handheld or docked. And that's the mm. first, first party Switch game that I felt that way about. Because usually I'll be like, like Breath of the Wild is a good example where it's like, it looks great because the art style sure mm-hmm. it could look better and more HD and all that stuff. But, like, it looks great. When you play it on the smaller screen, it looks fantastic because it's condensed in a way where the emptiness feels a bit more designed. Luigi's Mansion, there's just too much going on that's, like, nitty-gritty little things that on the small screen you lose kind of the the scale of it all.
3: I mean, this is Next Level's first HD or second HD game because they did Captain America on 360. Mm-hmm. But, like, I <laughs> I imagine they're not super used to making these kind of games yet or, like, the, just the fact that you have to make a game for 720 and 1080p and make them readable on a 4 inch screen, a 5 inch screen, and a 60 inch screen.
2: Yeah. Is, yeah, I, yeah. I have to wonder what the resolution and texture resolutions are based on your descriptions, though. It's sounding Doesn't like sound they're getting up Like it, it sounds like it's not running in 1080p. And that, mm-hmm. so we, we hopefully find out more as the review comes in. Um I, yeah, it's funny. I played it on, I think, a smaller screen, and I've only seen the trailers on my phone. And I was like, "Oh, finally!" Actually, for a Nintendo Switch game, like looking really good. Um, mm-hmm. Feels like there was like the lighting, the the art design, like the, you know, meaning Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild looks awesome. But you know, there's plenty of other games that just don't run as well as they should, or kind of feel dumbed down. It's interesting because it. Runs, so I thought it was looking. good. It runs
0: good, well. The art design's good. It just doesn't look great.
2: <laughs> but it sounds like it's soft. Is what it you're is. Describing. It's very soft. It sounds like and a it... texture resolution problem as well
0: as maybe the. Over- resolution it, i mean and this is a ridiculous exaggeration but it kind of reminds me of how psp games look <laughs> where but it's like but the modern version of that where no, PSP no, what games always had door this door kind of like stuff. it's not so much screen door effect mm-hmm. but it's like elements of it just don't look right together right um you'll see yeah when you, when yeah you play i mean it. you may have nailed that too that it was. will never play it's not going to pc no i was i've been <laughs> super excited about this. how <laughs> dare you no it's but you. That stuff doesn't matter because it doesn't get in the way of my enjoyment of the game where I really, yeah, really yeah. do love what Luigi's Mansion's about, which mm-hmm. is fun ghost characters that have stupid little storylines that are all told through yeah. sound effects and they do it well. Um, there's a, a virtual boy that you get as your cell phone <laughs> in this game, and it's super, super cool. funny. You put it on, everything's red, and, like, that's the Doc way... Doc you... makes
1: a lot of jokes about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: A yeah. lot of virtual boy jokes. It's, it's great, man. Um, I'm having a, a I'm great so time with it. it. You
3: mentioned boss fights earlier, and mm-hmm. one of the things I complaints about I don't you to too, is, like, the first boss was amazing, and then every other boss was kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Like, how are the bosses in this game?
0: I, I would say that they're all great so far. Okay. All of them. At least um, they're consistent. which yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any that are, like stand out like my favorite mm-hmm. um, but they're all consistently good I feel like they all fit the vibe of what the the floor of the hotel fits very well mm-hmm. um, and just like the, the way the music changes and stuff like Luigi's Mansion just has such a Disneyland quality to it and it might be Haunted Mansion that I that's making mm-hmm. me think that but they commit to it they commit right. to like fuck it this is like nothing the Mushroom Kingdom has ever seen like Luigi's Mansion has its own look feel sound all of it. And, and I love that. I love the use of mirrors constantly. Like the whole game's designed with the perspective of you're looking room to room. So there is so much puzzle elements of like looking at reflections or looking at how windows might work compared to the room next to them. Where you look through a window and you're like, oh, there's a wall on that side. Mm-hmm. I could probably break that wall mm-hmm. to cause a thing to happen or whatever. And it's cool. Uh, the Real E&E writes in and says, Is Luigi's Mansion 3 as good as everyone's saying it is? I.e., is it a game of the year contender? I definitely don't think it's a game of the year contender. I think it's a very good Switch game, but it's not one of the best Switch games. This is
3: it a top 10 of the year contender? Top 10 of the year
0: It'll it'll be on my top ten. I don't mm-hmm. think it'll be on most people's. Main, yeah, like mainstream yeah. gamers.
1: I think it's a very specific thing. You got to go in looking for, right? I think yeah. it's, it's hitting at the right time, right? It's a Halloween game on I would, Halloween. I would probably put out a little bit earlier, <laughs> but it's like it is a Halloween game. Do you want to go out there and vacuum up ghosts and have fun and like we're talking about explore and do all these different things? Yeah, sure. That sounds like a great time. Game of the year again? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it would be my game of the year discussion at mm. all. But I think yeah, top ten personal top tens. So I can see it getting on those lists.
0: And it's weird for me too because. Not not only do I not think it's game of the year, it's like, I just don't think it's one of the better Nintendo games. And mm-hmm. I, I, it feels like a double-A first-party title. And That's go. 100% fair. <laughs> um, and I'm okay with that. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm down to have a lot of those. But it just feels like, we keep talking about how like this year feels a little light on Amazing games, which is hmm. so stupid to say because, yeah, goddamn, I've, how look at we are so privileged it's now. So that like, we just unless we got God of Wars. War and, <laughs> and Horizon <laughs> yeah. and Breath of the Wild, it's like, oh, it's a fun year with just Resident Evil <laughs> yeah. Two and 2017. All spoiled,
3: that's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, totally.
0: And next year looks insane as well. Mm. But um, I feel the same way when you just look at Nintendo's lineup, where this year Mario Maker Two, Fire uh, Emblem, Fire Emblem yeah. uh, Astral Chain, now Luigi, and then we got Pokemon. Comes here. it's like none of these are the like. Giant mega titles that have the potential to be game of the year mm-hmm. you know um and i'm I'm interested to see kind of like what Nintendo brings next year to to up the ante there um but with Luigi's mention, I would say that it is it's so far seven five for me mm-hmm. and I just kind of expect more from a first party Nintendo game, especially one with Luigi in it yeah you know did you get a chance to try the online stuff at all no I didn't okay. I i it's available to me. I
3: just didn't do it. Though. Okay. I'm curious what you think of that. Because like I, I remember liking it on 3DS. Mm-hmm. And like this is a little different. But I'm curious if it's as good or good at all. Or I was dumb back then. And who knows? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Ryan Cage says, is there any way to turn down or off the annoying low life indicator I've sound? heard
3: about that. I've heard it was like, it's actually terrible.
0: If not, can you find health quickly often? <laughs> I do not think you can turn it off. It is absolutely horrible. But <laughs> you find health everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, if you get hit, the next that you break down is going to have a heart. Okay. Like The game is very good about giving you what you need. People don't, What is it? it
1: like, yeah. yeah.
0: It's like a low but heart it sound. A lot, Didn't stand <laughs> out to me, but I yeah.
1: maybe it's just because
0: I'm so good. Born Ghostbuster. That might be it.
3: Everyone, have you been playing anything? Uh, I bought an Oculus Quest recently. What? Wow. So I've been playing Beat Saber.
1: Hell yeah, you have.
3: Uh, it's really good. But then I finished like, the main campaign, I was like, I'm going to sideload some of my own songs, like songs I like better, like Persona music and whatever. Turns out the people who make those kind of mu- are charts for those songs, psychopaths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Superpath>. <laughs> They're all like Expert, Expert Plus, all that stuff. I'm, like, I'm playing music from Earthbound that's on Expert Plus. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> why, why, why would you make a song that like, says normal but like, requires 15 of these in yeah. a row, and I can't tell which one's happening. So it's fun. I really, really like that game. Don't know how much like extra downloaded songs I'm gonna do. Uh, I also started What's the Golf yesterday. Oh ah, uh, nice. What the golf. What the golf. That's not what's the golf, yeah. You're right. Uh, that is a hilarious game. Apple Arcade. Uh, I've been playing on Epic Game Store. Oh, okay. Nice. But the like it is basically dad joke of the game. Okay. Of, I'm about that. Like the fir- the intro to the game is you push are shooting a ball into the, the hole in one or whatever. And then the next one is you have the exact same screen, so you do it, but then the golf club goes. Then the next one, it's the human goes. And basically the game keeps doing that of it makes jokes by what you're, sh- uh, what you're hitting. Then it's like more of an action game to platform to the flag. And then like it's a joke. Like one is uh, you're, throwing a so- you're hitting a soccer ball into the net, so it says soccer. Then the next stage is you th- hit soccer ball into the net, it says sock that's the level of joke you're working with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It is, I want like I said, it is straight it. up. A, it's on Apple Arcade, Apple Arcade so yeah, Arcade, go ahead and play it. But I put about an hour into it last night. It's very is there, hilarious. Is there a
1: game to it? This is the thing is people keep telling me I need to play it. It's one of the ones you <laughs> got to play it. It's a standout from Apple Arcade. And every time I look at it, I want to say, why are you listening to me? Every time <laughs> I look at it, I'm just like, I don't get the game of
3: it. It's like the first little bit of just trying to like get a ball into a hole. Is yeah, not, yeah, yeah. It's not. Particularly enthralling, but as you start playing more and more, it gets a little bit more difficult, like when you're a soccer ball, kids keep trying to kick you off the stage. Then the actual initial level's not that challenging or whatsoever, but then you go back into them again, and you get like a par, or a special challenge or something, and those are more difficult, and eventually you start needing to do those, because you get special crowns from them, and the crowns unlock further levels. So it does become more game-like and more challenging, but if you're just in it for the dad jokes, you'll find plenty of those, and it's... Still entertaining and charming and hilarious.
0: Okay. Mm. Yeah. I'm in the same vein of that, I want to say on this show, I tried Untitled Goose Game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, not a fan
3: of Untitled Goose Game. I've heard that from a number of people. Yeah. It's, Untitled I get, Goose Game I get has a great aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The aesthetic's great. It's funny as a concept, but I feel like it's funny in a tweet, and then it's like <laughs> cool. But like playing it, I'm like, I did the first level, and I
1: was like, all right, cool. I'm not going to go any further. I get it. I hope people love it. It's really cute. It's really f- adorable. All that jazz. But it's just like. It's it's a weird puzzle game that I want to play. I'm mm-hmm. so like, how do I distract him to get the thing to do that? I'm like, I don't need that like mouse trap experience. Like, I yeah. feel like
3: the act of watching it is better than the act of playing it, which sure. is fine. That like that's the game totally. they want to make. It's just if you're not in for that kind of game, then it's not going to suddenly charm the pants off you. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I found it kind of frustrating to figure out what you're supposed to do, even in the first area. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not going to continue with this. You might like it, Fran. It yeah, I don't know. Like I've heard, per yeah, nice. I've
2: heard <laughs> nothing but good things about it actually so it's kind of good this is the first I've heard that maybe it's not it's not bad
0: it's not not a great game yeah yeah, it's it's
2: not a Tim game either and it's like I like the idea of it just being like you're a goose fucking with people like that's funny enough to me to be like all right, (laughs) I'm in but yeah I've been wanting yeah you can hop in and out of this pretty fast within like 20 30 minutes right and get the idea right
0: oh yeah oh my god by the (laughs) time you play the first
3: section you'll know whether or not you want to play the rest of that game or not yeah
0: definitely Barrett up? You play a little bit of that Fortnite Chapter 2, is that yeah. what it's called?
4: Yeah, Chapter mm-hmm. 2. Uh, season 1 of Chapter 2. Uh, got in a couple matches last night, and uh, it's good. Like it, When they dropped that trailer, I was like, oh man, I'm, this might be the thing that breaks uh, brings me back. There's just enough that's being uh, changed here as uh, a kind of lapsed Fortnite fan that br- made me interested and... You know, I had gone back to seasons every once in a while where they're adding planes and all this, like, complicated stuff, and uh, this kind of brought me back to the days of when it launched on Switch of, like, it's just, they kept the things that they felt like they wanted to keep uh, and not thing, like overcomplicate things, like, yeah, there's boats this time around, like, uh, going traversing through waters, uh, more of a play this time around. Uh, but it's fun. Uh, th- there's definitely a couple, like, hitches here and there where I'm definitely noticing... Uh, some accuracy of uh shooting not being as accurate as it should be but i don't know if that's server stuff or maybe it's just my internet quality who knows but uh it it, it's fun and uh i think the one main thing is uh a lot of people are talking about like the bots and whatnot of how egregiously obviously bad they are um so that's what i don't get as i've heard about bots and i've heard that you can play it pairs you now with people of your own skill level Yes. Okay. Uh, Like I like in the game I I, and this is like something that I'm kind of frustrated by of they don't really tell you any of this stuff any of this stuff and like they don't tell you beforehand if you're being matched with bots or anything. Okay. Like from what I played, like I played a match this morning and like a couple hours last night, and from what I could tell of just like how maybe it was just a super bad player, but there were like. Only two or three times where I ran into them. Mm. Um, And yeah, they're like obviously bad. Where uh, if if you lose, if you are out of their line of of sight, even after they see you, they will just kind of go back to do their own thing of like harvesting items and whatnot. It's like, oof, this is not great. Uh, Object permanence is hard. Yeah. So uh, but once you get like later on in the match, right, once you're in like the top 25, I feel like they're all eliminated depending on how many of them are in the game. Uh, like the first game that they jump you into when you first like your first game into the season it is like you don't even load up your map they play the trailer and then it's like the shot of the guy uh, fall, like jumping out of the bus and then it drops you right into a game interesting um, and so I feel like that match is probably a lot of bots just to like mm-hmm. I imagine they did it for people like me who are like hey you haven't played this in a while get readjusted see like take your time to explore uh, the, the new map and whatnot and because uh, I, I feel like more, more of my bot interaction was uh, was in that match gotcha. uh, more than anything else uh, but I do feel like the top five were still all like other actual people um, and then yeah the the major change I, I noticed is or the two major ones just really quick uh, leveling they add a lot of new things to like level you up so you can unlock uh, new things which I think is exciting for people like uh, Big Kev Dog who is really bad at uh, killing people and getting getting those dubs uh, without without a squad. So there's, like, they add, like, just little stuff for people who just, like, want to level and unlock stuff, which I think is cool. That's great. And then the unlocking or, like, kind of exploring the map is really cool. When you first play it, the entire map is grayed out, and there's question marks over all of these places, and they only unlock as you go through them, like, each game. So if I uncover, like, a fourth of the map in my first match, the rest of the 75% of the map is still grayed out in my next one. Sure. So it, it gives you just enough of an incentive to go around That's and cool. mm-hmm. like drop at different places and not just go to the, the same kind the of place, sure. uh, which I feel like they did well enough in uh, chapter one or whatever the fuck they, they're calling it now of uh, like, like. Putting um, objectives of like, hey, uh, unlock a chest in this area and whatnot. But uh, I, I think this is like a good incentive to really always, familiarize yourself with. the It's map. cool to
1: see them take that learning, like you're talking about with stuff for you know uh, Kevin to go in and do or this yeah. map, right? <laughs> they were always so good in the previous seasons of if you were just the group that wanted to show up and hang out. Like there, you don't have to worry about win- you don't want to win. Don't worry about winning. Yeah. Run through and do this. Find the you know the star. Do <laughs> these little things.
4: Right. Uh, the the one thing I will say about the leveling, which is. Stress-inducing, definitely. When it was midnight last night, and I'm in the the top 15, and I'm going through, and I'm like listening for noises and shit. The leveling notification is the loudest, fucking, <laughs> most intrusive thing. Where it's like, Bwar! and it's like, oh god, it's so, is someone shooting me? I don't know what's happening right now. And it's like, oh no, I just leveled up a bit. Cool, thanks. Or like when you unlock like a tiny achievement, like oh you've survived the top 50 or whatever. It's yeah, like this yeah. very intrusive notification. And you're like. Fuck, why do they have to do that? It's why is so it going to be so loud? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got to get so, the kids' attention. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I got, uh, I got my first win of the season last night, which so uh, nice. very exciting. Um, and I'm excited to play more. Like I know Joey wants to play tomorrow, so I'm excited. I'm really excited to like, squad up with people again, because those were some of my favorite memories last, that was last year when it launched on Switch, right?
3: Yeah, last summer.
4: Y- yeah, last summer. Like, those were some of my favorite memories of like, playing with Joey and uh, Kevin and some other people. It was just a fun time, so I'm, yeah. excited. I'm excited for Fortnite to be back.
0: Cool, ladies and gentlemen. That's been the kind of funny games cast. Stay tuned for the post show if you are a patreon.com slash kind of funny games supporter. Till next week. I love you.